It's time for Recipe of the Day. Yesterday, I was telling you about ways to use up leftover gravy, and one of the things that I mentioned was using it as the basis for a stew. That got stew on my mind, and so I thought it'd be a good idea to tell you about a traditional stew recipe. But because New Year's is coming up, we're right in that week between Christmas and New Year's, and because pork is a traditionally lucky thing to have on New Year's Day, I'm actually going to be telling you about a pork and sauerkraut recipe that is especially lucky on New Year's Day. I'll do that on January 1st, though. But because pork is lucky for New Year's, I thought I would tell you about a traditional pork stew. This one is loaded with root vegetables. It's really hearty and comforting. It's a great recipe to just know how to do when you have that cold day. Well, like right now, it's chilly just about everywhere, right? So for this stew, as with a lot of stews, we are building some flavor on the stove, and then we are breaking raising it in the oven for a good couple of hours. Like I said, this one has root vegetables in it, and those do take a while to cook, so this is kind of perfect. In the time that it takes those chunks of root vegetables to cook, our pork is going to get nice and tender. It's going to just get broken down in that wonderful way. And while it's all cooking together, there will be a gravy that's being built in the process. It's going to be silky and creamy. So first, what kind of pork should you be using? You want the kind of pork that you think of for like a pulled pork, something juicy, something that's going to have that ability to be braised and stand up to that long cooking time, because that's going to lend all kinds of flavor to the gravy of the stew. So you definitely want to go with a pork shoulder type cut. My cut of choice here would be to get a boneless pork butt and maybe cut it in half and use half of it for this recipe and then half for something else, because you only need about two and a half pounds of the meat, and that's going to be more than you usually get from one pork butt. Now, if you have some pork loin or pork tenderloin and you are dead set on using it in this stew, I don't think I can stop you, but I can advise you that it's not going to be as good and I can tell you what to do to make it a little bit better. So at the end of this episode, I'm going to fill you in on what to do differently if you're using pork loin or pork tenderloin. Now, let's talk about how to make this with the pork butt, pork shoulder, the correct cut of meat for this kind of slow braise stew. You're going to preheat your oven at a very low temperature. It's 275 degrees Fahrenheit. And I've told you this before. This is really low. And so you really want to make sure that your oven is accurate. Use an oven thermometer. It sits in your oven and it tells you what the temperature inside the oven is. If it's not 275, if yours is off by 10, 15 degrees, this is not going to work. If you're not sure, you just want to be extra careful, set the oven to 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Then you are probably safe. I still think you should get an oven thermometer though. They're cheap and they can make a big difference. Okay, then you're getting out a large bowl, or you could use like a gallon-sized zip-top bag. I just find that a little wasteful, so I don't tend to use them for this kind of thing. I would go for the bowl. You're going to add half a cup of all-purpose flour, some salt, and garlic powder. Mix that all up, and then you're adding in those cubes of the boneless pork shoulder or butt cut into like one-inch pieces, right? Toss that all to coat. Set that aside for a second. Then you're getting out a large Dutch oven or a heavy-bottomed pot, and you're heating some oil in there over medium-high heat. Now, this recipe says olive oil, but 
I often just grab the grapeseed oil or vegetable oil that's sitting beside my stove because it costs less and it has a high smoking point and it doesn't have flavor. So any oil that you like to cook with is probably going to work here. Like I said, you're heating that over medium high heat until it's nice and hot shimmering. Then you're going to add your cubes of pork, kind of shaking them off as you add them so that the flour goes into the bowl and not into your pot with the hot oil. Any excess flour into the bowl, but don't throw that away. We're going to use that flour in a moment. Once all your pork is added, you're also going to add in some thyme sprigs, fresh thyme. You're adding eight sprigs, which might seem like a lot, but it's really not. What we're doing here is we're kind of toasting that thyme along with the pork. It's going to add a lot of flavor, but if you don't have fresh thyme or don't want to use fresh thyme, don't worry. You can instead add one teaspoon of dried thyme leaves later on when we add the chicken broth. Okay, so you have your hot oil, you have your pork in there with those thyme sprigs. You're just going to cook them kind of undisturbed for a minute or two at a time and then give them a little stir, try and get them brown on all sides. Now, for this kind of recipe, you often hear people doing it in batches. You're going to cook your meat in batches. You totally can, but I don't think it really, really matters for this one. That pork has so much flavor. Some of the flour is being toasted. I think it's going to be just fine, and I just do it all at once in there. You've got nice hot oil. You have a nice high heat. You are browning some things. It's fine. If you really want to, if you've done this before and you like to do it in batches, then do a third or half of the pork at a time and add a third or half of the thyme at a time as you go. Time at a time. Yes, you know what I mean. Okay, once a lot of the pork is browned on a lot of the sides, you're going to stir in some chopped up onion and chopped up celery and give that a stir to kind of distribute it, mix it all around and cook it for about five minutes until it's softened. Then you're adding the rest of that flour from the bowl, the excess from when we dusted off the pork, add that in and stir it to distribute it all throughout. Then add in some peeled and chopped sweet potatoes, plain white potatoes, russet potatoes, and some parsnips, also peeled. Just note that parsnips cook a little bit more quickly than potatoes and sweet potatoes, so they can be in a little bit bigger pieces. That's going to help that out. Make it so that the parsnips aren't kind of crumbling or disintegrating, but they are pretty hearty, so it's not going to make a huge difference. Okay, when you add the sweet potatoes, the regular potatoes, and the parsnips, you're also adding in some stock. I'm calling for six cups of chicken stock. You could use vegetable stock instead if you wanted to. That's going to work too. Give it a good stir to mix everything together and then put the cover on that and bring it up to a boil over high heat and then give it a stir, put the cover back on and get it into your 275 degree Fahrenheit oven and that's going to be for about two hours. After that, you want to take it out and look if there is a coating of oil grease on the top that has come out of the pork, you can skim that off with a spoon and then you're going to ladle that into bowls, pull out any thyme sprigs that you come across and serve. Now I did promise you that I would tell you what to do if you have pork loin or pork tenderloin instead of the shoulder or butt. They just can't stand up to as long of a simmering time. You really don't want them to overcook. You don't want them braising and simmering and breaking down. They're just going to get stringy and mealy. That's not going to be good. So what you want to do is essentially reduce the amount of time that you're cooking them for. So cut them into smaller pieces, more like half inch or three quarter inch. Do the recipe the same all the way up to how long you're braising the stew for. Instead of really letting it simmer and be for a long time, you really just want it to cook for the amount of time that it needs. So that is going to be until the vegetables are all fork tender and the pork is cooked through. It's going to be about 40 minutes. So you do everything 
cooking on the stove the same way. And then you transfer it to the oven, covered, same way, same temperature. But it's just for about 40 minutes until the pork is nice and white throughout, not pink, and all the vegetables are fork tender. Okay, I will put the link to this recipe in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. And I want to remind you that you can also get the link in our Facebook group. I post the link there every day. Head to cookthestory.com slash Facebook ROTD, and it will take you right to our Facebook group. You can join it. It'd be great to see you there. I'm Christine Pittman from Cook the Story. Let's get cooking. <laughs> 